0: Yo, my fellow RDs, I'm coming at you extremely uncaffeinated, so please bear with me, but I wanted to get this out for you today, and today is Thursday, and this is the day that it comes out, so uncaffeinated, first woken up me is where it's at, so apologies for the scratchy voice. Anyway, I want to give you guys a quick little life update, but before that, I forgot to last week, because, you know, recording out in a parking lot will do that to you. But I want to do a card poll. I've already done a card poll. And I want to share this card pull with you. So interesting because it kind of, uh, my God, it kind of like relates to my life update, which is wild. You know, used the necklace as a pendulum and came up with these three. So the three cards are the crumbling. Love that for me. Uh, deep replenishment. Also love that for me and then lastly soul family so basically the essence of all of this is like for the crumbling what am i hanging on to that would probably be better like burning the fuck down great question universe thank you thank you so much for that deep replenishment yeah i've kind of been running on e and i feel like that's been for a while um for like the summer it was a million degrees here in Vegas and I was getting up the crack of dawn to walk my dog because that was literally the only time it wasn't like over a hundred to walk her so like early mornings and not like late nights because I go to bed like early like a grandma and it's magical but I just feel like I haven't been fully recharged in so long and then lastly soul family call in your tribe you don't have to do it alone Ooh, so many feelings around all of this. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think I'm gonna tell you the life updates first and then maybe kind of relate it back to some of these. So as you guys may know, me living in the States was a temporary thing in part to get, um, sofa status, which is a visa to go to Australia and meet up with my husband and in part to wait for my dogs. Sorry. Sorry morning voice, and in part to wait for my dog's, um, import paperwork for Australia. Well, as of last week, literally as of recording that last episode last week, my dog's import paperwork came in. I've booked a flight and she and I are getting the fuck at the, these here United States, um, for the next couple of years. Thank you, United States Air Force. Really appreciate it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, I'm going to finally be reunited with my husband after, like, how many months has it been? I saw him in May, but, like, we haven't, like, lived together since mid-March, so math, however many months that is. I think it's six now, so it'll be, like, almost eight months that, like, we haven't been together by the time I move there, which is insane. Anyway, we have dates for all of this. I'm super stoked for all of this, and yeah, what a, what like a, I guess stress relieving place to be in. Cause I don't get excited about moving places. Like so many people have asked over the last couple of months, like, Oh my God, are you excited to move to Australia? And TBH, it doesn't feel real until I'm on an airplane. And often it doesn't even feel real until I'm landing. So this is like starting that phase of like, okay, cool. I can be excited now. And it's such a weird Not weird, but it's just such a different way of living, I feel like, than most, right? Because most people, if they're moving someplace new, they're probably looking forward to it. But for me, being an Air Force spouse, most things aren't solidified until, one, we have orders, two, I have the proper documentation, and three, I'm on an airplane because things can change at any point. So very close to being all of those things at the same time and not just one or the other. Right. So big life change, but yeah, we got like six weeks left here in the States. So excited, excited to continue to see people who I haven't seen in forever and like still hang out with my friends and my family. Um, but also really excited to get back to my life with my husband in this time on a new continent and a new country for sure. But just very excited for all of that. Nonetheless, I've been having these uh internal feelings, these frustrations. It's not anger. It's interesting to feel and experience. Um but I feel like I'm still in this like fuck around and find out kind of phase in my business. Not in my business, but like, man, I try and do the things and I feel like they don't pan out how I intend them to. And I, I wonder if that's some of like my lack of confidence in manifestation or what, but I feel like almost everything I've done this year, and maybe it's because I'm not in in a physical environment that is conducive for me, like human design wise, I don't know. And that's not to say that like my parents aren't loving, right? But like There are certain places in the world where we just like have a higher vibration. So I wonder if that's the case. Um, But I'm finding that the last couple of months, more than the last couple of months, there have been not roadblocks, but there have been more challenges business wise than I've had in a really long time. And it just feels so aligned or unaligned in my decisions. And I'm not sure why so this relates back to the fucking burn it all down card right of what was it the crumbling dude i have this like intense urge to break to break it all down to maybe start from scratch but also just maybe break it all the fuck down and burn it to the ground i don't know yet so i will keep you updated (laughs) how I'm feeling and how I'm leaning into this potentially over the next couple of weeks, potentially over the next couple of months. But this also very much leads me into what I've been feeling for a while. As in like, when I go to Australia, I kind of want to get a job and like not a job as a dietitian because that process is insane. APDs, like what you guys go through. I don't know if this is direct out of undergrad or only for people transitioning from other countries into your country to be a dietitian. But damn, it's a verbal, like an oral exam that they only give once a year, which is next month. And I'm totally missing that. So missed opportunity there. Can't be an RD this year. Um, But also then it's another like written exam. And truth be told, I haven't dietitianed in a dietitian capacity in like six years. And I don't think I would pass that, to be completely honest. So you best believe I am never letting my licenship or my CDR go because I don't think I'd pass the exam again. So props to you guys out there for her almost or rather for being in that space now and like having to pass the exam. Never let that go though, because ooh, so stressful. Anyway, I'm really highly, highly considering either a part-time slash full-time position when we get to or when I'm in Australia, I was gonna say when we, but it's me and my dog. She doesn't work. Anyway, when I get to Australia, maybe it'll be like a for funsies barista position. But like also, I kind of want to have purpose. I kind of want to have this intent to create change. And I feel like as a barista, that's not really the case. Although I'm sure a cup of coffee can be life-changing for someone. I've had those cups of coffee. That's, That's calling you guys out at the shop in Providence, Rhode Island. They're only open for like two more months. And if you happen to be in the Northeast, highly recommend Checking out JP and Diane's shop on Wickedin Street in Rhode Island because mm. delicious, maybe the best cup of coffee I've ever had. So there you go. It can be life changing, but I feel like the life changing cups of coffee are few and far between. Nonetheless, I think I'm gonna get a job, guys. Like actually apply for something completely different, completely outside the scope of being a dietitian, because fuck it, right? Like I'm working on my MBA. I don't know why I'm working on my MBA. I kind of just wanted the letters after my name to be completely honest, but I feel like that can open up some different doors while we are in Australia. So TBD, but also very much on my heart at this point, because I think this may lead into the next piece of it, but the the connection piece that I do every day with dietitians, dietitians virtually like fills my cup so much. I probably have at least one-to-one, one, one, one one-to-one with someone, if not every day, then at least three times a week. And it's such a beautiful experience to like connect with someone. And oftentimes because I've like actually like, reached out to them on Instagram before, gotten a feel for their vibe. Oftentimes we start talking about human design and it's really friggin' cool to be able to bring that aha moment into someone else's world. And I think we have an amazing conversation, right? And my goal with those is to learn more about other people, but also bring tremendous amounts of value into the conversation. So I'll typically do like a quick human design reading for someone ensure that i connect them with at least one person because that's what i'm about and i feel like doing things is better together right like in in regards to that soul family card doing things with your tribe is so much better um so if i can help people find one more person in their tribe amazing and again i 99.9% of the time leave a one to one conversation with so much energy being like yes that person is so cool amazing and they're often leaving with wow that human design piece of it was so freaking cool so insightful and they're oftentimes like wow if you ever have if you ever have something like this where you are like hosting a space around human design let me know i'm there and then and then when i follow up with that person again this happens that that reaction i would say probably happens like 80% of the time and then when i follow over that person ghosting so like dude i'm here as a manifester to make an impact and yeah i can continue to do that for free i guess <laughs> and i i mean i give so much value in those conversations and so many aha moments that i'm just baffled that when it comes to hey informing someone that i do have a space that they said that they were interested in I get ghosted and I can't handle this rejection anymore in this capacity. So that is very much leading me on this path of like, I need something else where I'm feeling recognized, where I'm feeling seen, where I'm having an impact because right now I'm not. And I think that that's also very much leading into the fact that I need rest because I'm putting so much of myself out there and not seeing... The return and it's not even the monetary ROI it's the ROI on my energy that I'm putting out there and it's really really it's not even sad it's just it's so defeating to not feel seen um yeah so I wanted to share that with you guys because I try and be super vulnerable here and just bring all of what I'm feeling all of myself to these spaces um so yeah and if it resonates amazing and if not you could have skipped through this entire piece and actually gotten to today's lesson which I will get to momentarily um yeah and then I guess this last card right this soul family piece I was actually talking to my friend Chrissy um full circle nutrition food full circle I think is her handle on Instagram and like she's in this dope like hippy dippy drum circle group, but it's also like with other holistic practitioners in it. And I feel like that's so dope. I wish I had something like that here in Vegas to like embrace the hippie dippy with. Um, But I don't. And I was like, oh my gosh, because she was telling me about like something that she's doing this weekend with that group. And I was like, dude, I really, I really want something like that in Australia. So maybe that's what I need, right? Maybe I need my hippie dippy soul family to help resonate and like help me hive my vibe I don't know if that's the right terminology but you know lean into that lean into that alignment lean into that high vibe and like be around people who can help me do that as well because I feel like for me environment is so much more than the physical environment it's the people that you're around and it's the the people who are also resonating at a high vibe around you right that makes such a difference so very much needing that in my space in my world right now and if anyone's in Australia and knows of, like, a hippy-dippy, like, drum circle space, dude, let me know. I'm all about it. Yeah. So, that's my life update. I'm leaving the States soon. I might be crumbling the walls of the Dietitian Collaborative, still TBD. Um, And, yeah, I might be looking for a job slash soul circle people <laughs> when I arrive in Australia. So, yeah, those are my life updates for you guys. Uh, and I'll probably put like an info sesh in the beginning of like, this is however many minutes in, this is probably like 10 or 15 minutes in at this point. So cool, you can come back or just go straight to this part. So <laughs> It's up to you. Anyway, I feel like with all of that, I'm not going anywhere for the foreseeable future, at least on this pod. I may step back a little bit in the biz going forward, but I still have A handful of things coming up that I'm super stoked about. Um, So one being another masterclass because I haven't hosted one since April and I'm really excited about both of these topics. The one in April was all about networking for introverted dietitians because it can be really overwhelming to jump into a networking event, especially one as large as Fancy, which is coming up in just two weeks. Because you're surrounded by thousands of dietitians and you're like, who do you talk to? How do you talk to? I really want to talk to that person. How do I go up to that person with confidence, right? So definitely check out the Networking for Introverted Dietitians um, masterclass if you haven't already. It is on my site and I'll put it in the, the show notes below so that you have access to that. And then this coming week, I have a master class all on the follow-up because man, after what, 15 plus events this summer, <laughs> the roundtable rendezvous, I've recognized that RDs are not amazing at following up. And truth be told, following up may even be more important than networking. So we're missing immense opportunities to connect with people by not following up with them and not continuing to create those connections and build those relationships. So That's the topic that we're talking about today. Um, So, like I was saying, as RDs, we love fancy and conferences like Today's Dietitian and basically most networking events, in part because of the free food, in part because of the CEUs, and in part probably because we enjoy, if we're in this space at least, we enjoy pitching ourselves to brands and then, of course, networking with other dietitians. However, I find the talk of networking to be more of a thing than the actual networking and the actual follow-up piece of it. I hear it all the time. Oh my God, I'm so stoked to get to network with X, Y, and Z at this event. And then when it comes down to actually networking at said event, there may only be a five minute discussion where you actually get to connect with someone and exchange information and then hopefully, hopefully have some type of plan in motion to follow up with them. This aspect of it, like the networking aspect of it, most dietitians have pretty dialed in. However, I found from my experiences at the past Fancy events, as well as past networking events as a whole, including the ones that I've hosted, RDs abso-fuckin-lutely suck at following, up, at following up. And truthfully, a networking event can only get you so far to actually network with someone. Like I said earlier, you meet them for that five minutes, maybe have a 10-minute discussion with someone, and you didn't really learn much about them in that period of time. Well, at least not in a way that you can actually build a relationship from networking to foster that relationship beyond the initial meeting. To do that, you have to follow up with someone after meeting them at a networking event. And this was actually instilled for me. I was literally just thinking about this yesterday, but this was instilled for me from one of the counselors at my alma mater, Johnson and Wales. So I, th- I can't really remember his role, like what he, what he did. But again, he was a master networker, master connector, and literally had binders full of business cards from events where he had met people. And then he would write, sorry, guys, oh, it's literally just 7 a.m. And I don't mean to yawn, but I'm yawning. So there we go. So he would have a networking or rather he would have binders full of business cards and on back on the back of someone's business card to remind him of the interaction that he and them had, he would write like a little note and he would also bring up like whatever that was that struck him at that initial connection, he would bring that up in an email or any follow-up connection to them. So for example, if someone had their child's birthday around the time that they met, he would ask, oh my gosh, how did little Tommy's birthday go? Or something like that, right? But I feel like this is such an important piece of information when you follow up to really show that you were listening to what that person was saying. Anyway, this is where following up as a professional was really instilled in me and I think it's such an integral part of networking that I want to share it with you guys here today as well as in the master class that I'm hosting for dietitians next Tuesday so remember that September 26th at 6 p.m eastern standard time 3 p.m pacific standard time and we go way further in depth into how to follow up when to follow up and the logistics of following up all in a way um even down to composing an email for follow-up Anyway, what I'm seeing in our field is that people say they want to network, but they don't actually want to network. And by that, I mean the follow through, because that's an integral part of networking as well. Actually, I think the follow up is probably the most important part of networking. Yeah. Talking to people that you've never spoken to before can be really scary. But once you've broken the ice, then building a relationship becomes so imperative So ways I've tried to facilitate follow-up in the events that I've hosted is by creating a post-event connection space. I've tried it through Voxer and like creating post-events spaces through Voxer. I've tried it through Instagram DMs. And what I've learned is that keeping the post-connection conversation on an accessible app is imperative. So people don't want more apps on their phone. I'm also guilty of this. Someone recently told me to download Marco Polo because that's the best way to get in contact with them. And I have four unread messages in Marco Polo because that's not the app for me. So there's some real validity in this, guys. People don't want more apps on their phone, and especially if they're not already using that app. So back in January, when I hosted the NYC Summit and Social I broke the large group of people out into smaller groups to like three or four people on Voxer. And there were crickets because that app wasn't something that they were already using. And there was a sincere barrier to entry for them in that space. So even though I was facilitating conversation with them within those spaces, they weren't being used for follow-up. And that's a huge missed opportunity to not connect with the people that you met And honestly, it's kind of a waste of money to not connect with the people that you already connected with, especially if you're paying for event, right? Like, man, I've paid for events of like 200 plus, right? And got some really cool connections out of there, at least in the moment. But when I went to go follow up, I got crickets on the back end. So I know I know that there's so much value in follow-up, but it really takes two to tango, right? Like both people have to be excited about the follow-up. So I learned from the Summit and Social, obviously, that I hosted in New York, um, but I also learned with the Roundtable Rendezvous that I hosted this past summer, right? I put everyone who attended into their respective Instagram threads Remember, moving it from Voxer to Instagram this time, basically where I met all of these people anyway. And for some, they actually took advantage of these spaces. And I encouraged one-to-ones in these spaces, as well as bringing challenges that they were facing or wins that they had throughout the week into that space. And I would say that like of the 12 different cities that I went to, maybe, maybe three of the groups did that well. And that was without me forcing that within the space. That was the inherent nature of the group of people who were in there who were willing to continue and foster that relationship in that space. So really what I've learned is that you can't force people to follow up. It needs to be something that both people who have met want to do and they like genuinely want to bring that into the space as well. So all this to say, if you're going to fancy or the wind conference pre-frenzy, or really any other networking event in these coming months, I highly recommend you checking out this masterclass that I'm hosting next week, because I think it's something that we overlook of how important this follow-up piece is. And if you're like, girl, I'm just worried about networking. I can't even think about follow-up at this point. I got you. Because as I mentioned earlier, Earlier this year, I hosted another masterclass all about networking for introverted dietitians. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, there is most something. There is most definitely something that you can learn from the networking masterclass, right? Like how to read a room, how to read body language, how to read a room and body language, or how to know who to approach after you've read said room. And how do you know if you want to approach them, right? All by reading a room all by reading their body language, as well as icebreaker questions that you can ask when you're unsure about a situation. So I'll put that into the show notes as well. And you can download that masterclass if you'd like as well. So the investment is $22. But yes, you can get access, but you get access to that one hour masterclass as well as the 15 icebreaker questions. And this goes very well in conjunction with next week's masterclass on the follow-up piece. So really, if you're going to Fancy or if you're going to an event pre-Fancy or really any kind of event in the coming months, whether it's a dietitian-related event or just a personal life event where you could potentially meet collaborators or you're just trying to get out of your shell as a networker and be better at following up with people, these are skills that are going to transcend this event for you. And really you're investing in your future connections by understanding how to network, how to follow up in a succinct way, and not just in professional ways, because I feel like professionalism to some extent can be overrated depending on where you're at and what you want to, what you want to come across um, in in that networking experience. But for me, I go with more of a, a genuine approach rather than being like super formal chill, you know? Um, it's important to bring you into those conversations because that's what's going to determine whether the other person wants to follow up with you or not, right? Like, for example, I feel like at past FENCI's, I was uh, a little bit more on like the formal business professional side because that's what we were taught in school and I was a fairly new dietitian the last time I went to FENCI. And now if I don't curse in our conversation within that five minutes, I'm probably not being myself and you're probably not going to want to follow up with me anyway, or vice versa, you know? So I feel like there's a lot to say. Um, oh my God, guys, I definitely just deleted my notes. OMG. Um, but I feel like there's a lot in the being yourself kind of space, you know? oh my god, I totally did just delete my notes. There was a whole nother paragraph I was going to say. That's freaking hilarious. Anyway, as I throw my phone away, <laughs> Jeez. when things happen, I feel like that happened for a reason, because I don't typically have notes for these, but last night me was like, ooh, I want to be prepared, and I don't really feel like recording right now. Anyway, that's hilarious. Uh, I'm coming up on what would have been the end of the last episode, time-wise, anyway, so... All I'm trying to say is if you want to increase these skills, if you want to really lean into the power of follow-up for not just professional reasons, but personal reasons, really, I highly recommend this upcoming masterclass. So, all right, guys, I have a little bit of vulnerability fatigue right now. So I'm going to go drink some coffee, pet my dog, and start my Thursday. But I hope you also have an amazing day. And I hope that this gives you a little bit of, one, insight into my life, and two, the permission or the living by example that I am, 6'2 ego manifester, hey yo, um, mind you, the sixth piece of that 6'2 profile is the role model, so really just trying to lean into what I feel today and sharing that with you guys, but I hope that this gives you a little bit of, hey, I can be vulnerable too, also, if things don't feel right for me, there is space to change, right? Because right now what I'm doing in my business does not feel right. And I'm not sure why. So my goal with that is to step away for a little bit potentially and come back feeling renewed if I feel aligned to do that again, right? Anyway, guys, until next week, have an amazing Thursday and uh, talk to you next week. When I'm pretty sure I'll be breaking down the roundtable rendezvous for you, um, everything from like what outreach looked like, what my emotional status looked like throughout, um, when I felt like it was no longer aligned, as well as like the monetary breakdown of it. Because a lot of the, I don't know if bottles is the right word, um, but a lot of the feedback that I got from people I was reaching out to was it's too expensive I can do this myself I can do this myself for free please be my guest host an entire nationwide event for free sending you the best vibes on that because fuck man fuck anyway until next week guys ciao